Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, Lord. He is worthy. The Lord God, the Lord God Almighty, he is worthy to be praised. There is no one like him. There is no other besides him. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the everlasting God. Hallelujah. All glory and all honor and all praise belongs to him. He is the King of kings. And the Lord of Lords, hallelujah, who is, who was, and who is to come. Hallelujah, his name is Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah, the great and mighty one. Hallelujah, glory to your name, O Father. You're great and you're mighty. Hallelujah, the Lord God Almighty. Glory. Yes, Lord, the Lord God Almighty. Yes, Lord, the Lord God Almighty. Glory, he is holy. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy. He is holy. He is holy. The Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord God Almighty.
remember when I let you out of Egypt, my love. Through the dry and desert places we once walked, my love. How could I forget the kindness of your
We're waging war. Hallelujah. We are waging war. Hallelujah. For our families, for our communities, for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah. For all those that we know and love, we are waging war on today. Hallelujah. Welcome once again to Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness. Hi, I am Sister Jackie Grace and Minister Grace. Hallelujah. And uh, glory to God. We are on we are on spiritual strategies today. We are on chapter seventeen in our manuals, and we'll be talking about the battle over the walls. Hallelujah! If you are online on Spreaker, you will see the uh, the the uh, the description information of the message that we are talking about today. Hallelujah. And uh, our verse from the Articles of War we're going to read, but let us go into prayer first. Father, we just thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you, Father God, for this day. For this is a day that you have set aside for yourself, Lord, because in this day you had ceased from your creation, O Father, from creating. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you have called us into a rest into you, Father, and it's by faith. We thank you, Father, as we approach your throne, as we sit down at your table, Father, feasting upon your word, O Lord. Open the eyes of our understanding. Illuminate our hearts and our minds. Hallelujah that we may comprehend and understand what the Spirit is saying to us individually. Father, we're entering in, Lord. You're about to teach us how to build our walls and how the enemy comes in to attack our spiritual walls, our soul, and our spirit. Father, we thank you for today. Bless this broadcast. Bless the people, Father. We covered in the blood of Yeshua. and We thank you, Lord, that angels are encamped around. Hallelujah. Every individual that listened. Angels are encamped around on the airways and the in the airwaves, oh Father. We thank you for the blood of Yeshua. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Our article, the verse from the Articles of War is Nehemiah chapter two, verse twenty. And it reads, Hallelujah. Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we his servants will rise and build, but ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. That is our scripture uh, from the Articles of War today. Glory to God. And the strategies of Satan, the battle over the walls. Hallelujah. Let us go on into our lessons. If you do not have the lesson, you can uh, write wog.vitw at hotmail.com. For those that cannot get on the Internet, let them know that they can call in at 724 444 Seven four forty four, and the code is fourteen thirty forty pound. That's fourteen thirty forty pound on today. We meet every Saturday at ten thirty, 
a.m. That would be 1230 your time, Central and Eastern time. And we also meet throughout the week. So I'm trying to change the schedule for the, the throughout the week, hallelujah, on that day. Hallelujah. Hello, Sister Janine. Uh, call me back a little later. Hallelujah. So um, we meet also throughout the weekday as well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For those that are on a talk show, the uh, chat line will be open soon. If you have any questions, go ahead and ask. But uh, we are definitely going to talk about uh, the spiritual strategies of Satan. When it comes to God calling, God has called us to rebuild the wall. Is God calling you to rebuild your wall or to help someone else build the spiritual walls in their life? Glory to God. We thank the Lord for today. When Nehemiah determined to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem, he met powerful oppositions from his enemies. When you're determined to rebuild spiritual walls, you will face similar opposition from your enemy, Satan. The strategies of the enemies of Nehemiah are identical to the strategies Satan uses to attack spiritual walls. The, attack are, the attacks are divided into two main categories, external attacks and internal Attacks. Let me read this commentary for you out of um, the uh, African Bible commentary. Hallelujah. And he's talking this from the verse um, 19. It says, uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19. And this is dealing with direct criticism. Hallelujah. We are going to talk about external attacks. These are attacks the enemy launches from without through others who are not part of the body of Christ. Such attacks include direct criticism. Turn your swords to Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 19. And it reads, but when Sanballat, Tuba, and Jesim, the Arab, heard of our plan, they scoffed contemptuously. What are you doing? Are you rebuilding against the king, they asked. Now, we must read up a little bit further in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 1, where uh, Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. Hallelujah. So he requested the king, he asked of the king, he made a request, can I go rebuild the walls of Jerusalem? And the king released him. See, these cats didn't know that, Nehemiah had the king's permission. Not only did he have the king's permission, he had the king's support. Now, hallelujah. The commissary says here out of the African Bible uh, commentary says, Nehemiah inspected the walls and determined how much work was needed. Despite the discouragement and provocation of the enemies, Sanballat and Tuba and Nehemiah trust, but Nehemiah trusted God and took the intentive to rebuild the defenses. Is God calling you 
to rebuild your spiritual walls. Is God placed, has God placed in your heart, is there a desire, hallelujah, for you to rebuild those spiritual walls? Maybe you have backslidden, hallelujah, away from, from the Lord. And God is pulling you back. He's drawing you back. That's a form of God wanting to rebuild your spiritual walls. Hallelujah. Or is there someone in your life that that God is calling you to help and assist them to rebuild their spiritual walls? If it is so, you are going to have, hallelujah, the enemy is going to attack you with discouragement, and provocation. There are going to be people in your life that are going to uh, give you direct criticism. They're going to attack you. Hallelujah. But look at here. Building starts from the foundation, which is the most important part. This part must be done with the help of God. This is where the Banford proverb comes from that says, One's foundation is dug by God. Turn your swords to Psalms 127, verse 1. That's Psalms 127, verse 1. Hallelujah. Where here the scriptures tell us that it is God who gives us success in any building project. Hallelujah. That's Psalms chapter 127. Hallelujah. The Psalms chapter 127, and that's verse 1. Hallelujah. And it reads out of the Amplified Bible, except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Except the Lord keeps the city, The watchman wakes in vain. Hallelujah. Except the Lord builds the house. Hallelujah. It is God that has given us the support that we need to build the project. Come in. Hallelujah. That was my grandson. Glory to God. Except God builds the house. It is God who gives us success in any building project. And he wants to give you success in rebuilding those spiritual walls. But here, Nehemiah was getting direct criticism, hallelujah, from Sanballat. The enemy criticized, what do you think you are doing? They were against the reconstruction project and tried in every way to prevent it. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 4. Let's turn our swords to Nehemiah chapter 4, and we're going to read verses 1 to 3. Hallelujah. Next will be mocking and scorning. This is the external attack of the enemy using people, the external attacks to mocking and scorning. Nehemiah chapter 4, 
verse 1 through 3 go, but when Sanballat heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and in a great rage, and he ridiculed the Jews. This this man got upset. <laughs> he was angry. The enemy was working through Sanballat to bring discouragement. To He was ridiculing, he was mocking, he was scorning, and he got angry because of what the people were doing. Hallelujah. He says, he goes on in verse 2, and he said before his brethren and the army of Samaria, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore things at will and by themselves? Will they try to bribe their God with sacrifices? Will they finish up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish, seeing they are burned? Now, Tobac and the Ammonite was near him, and he said, What they build, if a fox climbs upon it, he will break down their stone wall. I mean, he was really coming against Nehemiah, ridiculing him. He says here, now the commentary says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple bride, a triple braided cord is not easily broken. That's Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12. So, beloved, we need one another. Hallelujah. But we want to have uh, people, we want to have uh, men and women that are on the same page that we are on, that are, are, that are concerned about our spiritual walls, that love us enough to assist us in rebuilding. And Nehemiah had others that were helping him. They had the same vision, the same goal that Nehemiah had, and that was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Now, he acted properly reorganized and defeated the threat. Nehemiah did. Nehemiah was as unyielding as the opposition was stiff. Nehemiah didn't give in to the to the mocking or the scorn. He had a desire in his heart. There was a fire in his heart to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So thus you must have a desire in your heart, hallelujah, to want to rebuild the wall. No matter what people may say, no matter how the enemy may attack you through people, you must have that desire. Hallelujah. Now, instead of being discouraged, Nehemiah called the people together, formed a plan, and directly confronted the problem when faced with ungodly opposition, have a plan and an act and act with boldness. Hallelujah. You must be determined to do the will of the Lord in your life. And many of us, we have walls, spiritual walls that have fallen that God is calling us to rebuild. Hallelujah. Like I said, if there's someone in your life that you know of whose spiritual walls have been torn back down by the enemy, has God given you compassion for that individual to assist them in rebuilding their spiritual walls? Most of the time, most of the time in the religious world, I say religion because religion doesn't necessarily mean that you have a relationship with God. But the religious folks, 
Hallelujah. And they're, they're, they're used as tools as Sanballat was against other believers to tear them down, not to assist in building them back up. But God is calling the people in this time and day to be like Nehemiah, hallelujah, to help build the walls in other people's lives. Glory to God. Instead of leaving them on the curb, hallelujah, dying and, you know, left for dead. To be a good Samaritan. Hallelujah. Jesus gave that illustration about the good Samaritan. Is one that had a heart for the person that was injured. Whereas it was about three religious folks that passed on by. But we want to be people of God that have the heart for the sheep. Hallelujah. Heart for the sheep. Be concerned about their soul. Hallelujah. And their spiritual growth that we would take the time. Hallelujah. To assist them in rebuilding of those spiritual walls that have been demolished and torn down by the enemy. Here, Nehemiah became a target for tongues. Nehemiah became a target for tongues. The enemy tried to defeat him through the mocking and scorn of others. Satan would use the tongue of others to discourage and defeat you. And that is true, beloved. Satan will use the tongue of others to discourage and defeat you. Hallelujah. And he uses those within the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Not only will he use the loss, but he will use those within the body of Christ to mock and to scorn, to bring discouragement. Hallelujah. Three, false accusations. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 6. Verse 5 and 7, we're going to read Nehemiah chapter 6, false accusations. And it reads out the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. It reads out the Amplified Bible. Then Sanballat sent his servant to me again the fifth time with an open letter. In it was written... It is reported among the neighboring nations, and Gassim says it, that you and the Jews plan to rebuild. Therefore, you are building the wall, that you may be their king according to the report. Hallelujah. Now, this man then twisted. He didn't twist. And that's how the enemy is, beloved, how he used people. Hallelujah. They were sent a false report. False accusations against the brothers, uh, our brothers and sisters. We should not, hallelujah, be like Sambalit with false accusations, giving false reports. The enemy attacked Nehemiah personally with false accusations, and that's how the enemy does. Here in the uh, African Bible commentary says, enemies of faith in God are sometimes so determined to defeat the work of God's people that they will use any tactic possible. They will use religious language to hide their evil intentions. They will incite fear to make people engaged in prompting God's kingdom quit their work. 
We should expect these tactics and be prepared for them in the same way Nehemiah was prepared. Determination and courage are initial character traits of a mature person. The determination to be firmly committed to God's purposes allows leaders to resist God's enemies. Sambalik threatened and tried to intimidate Nehemiah. Unfaithful co-workers concealed him to hide. Hallelujah. For Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 9 reads, Hallelujah. For they all wanted wanted to frighten us, thinking their hands will be so weak that the work would not be done, but now strengthen my hands. Nehemiah prayed unto the Lord to strengthen his hands. You know, the enemy can come in, hallelujah, to set fear in your heart that you will cease the work, hallelujah, that God has called you to do. But we are to pray and ask God to strengthen our hands. Verse 10, I went into the house of Shenana, son of Deliah, the son of me. Who was The refused, he couragely continued to the opposition. Hallelujah. Nehemiah didn't run. He stood his ground against the every serious Christian church and organization must learn to resist assaults and intended to divert their attention away from their objectives, even individual believers. Hallelujah. Satan sent attacks to divert your attention away from the objective. Christian organizations need men and women of determination, courage, and passionate prayer to lead them. In addition, it is initial for leaders to have a clear and effective communicated plan. When any of these components are missing, projects become vulnerable to those who do not want to see them succeed. However, even when these things are in place, Christian leaders' plans can fall because they quit when obstacles and enemies come their way. And that's what ministries, hallelujah, if God called you to a ministry, keep doing it. I tell you, beloved, I have been under attack, you know, this, I've been doing the broadcast for about a year now, and the enemy often sends uh, attacks of discouragement. But I am, God has placed a determination in my heart, and sometimes, hallelujah, I get discouraged. Glory to God. We need one another when it comes to rebuilding the walls, beloved. When God has set a desire in your heart, a project in your heart to do, we still need encouragement from our brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Three, false accusations. Nehemiah chapter 6, 
verse 5 through 7. Uh, verses 5 through 7, it reads, Then Sambalat sent his servant to me again the fifth time with an open letter. The false accusations, hallelujah, we just read, and it was written, it is reported among the neighboring nations that you and the Jews plan to rebel. Therefore, you are building the wall that you may be their king, according to the report. Verse 7, also you have set up prophets to announce to announce concerning you in Jerusalem, there is a king in Judah. And now this will be reported to the Persian king. So come now and let us take counsel together. Hallelujah. Sam Balak was uh, speaking lies. Hallelujah. He was speaking lies, beloved. Glory to God. The enemy attacked Nehemiah personally with false accusations. They accused him of being a rebel. Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. Satan uses people, beloved, to accuse the brethren before God day and night. Hallelujah. He will use others to accuse you as well as putting accusing thoughts in their minds. The same way that God uses people to speak his heart Satan does the same thing. He uses people. And if you have any sin, unconfessed sin in your heart, you are, you are open for him to use you. Glory to God. We, we are not exempt from the attacks of the, of the enemy. This is why we must do a personal inventory of our own selves. Hallelujah. Make sure that our relationship and walk with God is correct and right. We must not give in the enemy foothold. We must not uh, give him a foothold into our, into our hearts. Hallelujah. We must make sure that every stone is turned, checked. Hallelujah. Because Satan uses people. Hallelujah. To bring accusations. Uh, that he uses their tongue. Hallelujah. Uh, four. Diversion, Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 2. Let's go up to verse 2. Hallelujah. And it says, Sanballat. Let me read this out of the King James Version. Let's go up to verse 2. He says, So Sanballat and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. Ono. But I realized they were plotting to harm me. <laughs> Glory to God. They were trying to set Nehemiah up to bring harm upon him. Hallelujah. He, they were setting him up. Hallelujah. Know that the enemy will use people to set you up, beloved, for an attack. The enemy tried to get Nehemiah to join them for a meeting. This meeting was a diversion tactic to call Nehemiah away from the work of the rebuilding of the wall. Diversions from the things of God and the work he has given you to do is still a chief strategy of Satan. He will cause things to bring a diversion to take your mind off of what God has told you to do, the work of the Lord. And direct it somewhere else. It may be a, a career. Hallelujah. It may be a business. 
Hallelujah. Uh, many are led and distracted and divert, diverted by finances, riches, and fame. Hallelujah. When God has called them to do something else, hallelujah, they're diverted to do a different project. Glory to God. They're di- diverted somewhere else, and it's a tactic to cause them to turn away from the work that God has called them to do. Five, popular influence. Nehemiah chapter 2 again. The enemy said, let us meet together. Trying to influence Nehemiah with popular opinion. Are you concerned about your popularity? You want everybody to like you, to accept you? Hallelujah. I fell into that trap, beloved. I I wanted people to like me. I want to have friends, you know, and, and, and because of that, the enemy used that against me. Hallelujah. But God is bringing me to a point to be to to be like I want to be liked and loved by God. I I want God's opinion. I want His word in my life. He had to bring me to that point. I had to grow to that. That what He feels and thinks about me is more important than the opinions and popularity of other people in my life. And He had to bring me to that point. Hallelujah. Are you more concerned about what your family thinks and says about you, about the work that you're doing for the Lord? It's all diversion. God will use, uh, Satan will use your family, your friends, people on your job, hallelujah, to come up against you. Glory to God. Even smooth talk you so that you can be diverted from the goal and the project that God has given you to do. Now, the enemy said, let us meet together, trying to influence Nehemiah with popular opinion. Popular opinion said Nehemiah was a rebel and the wall could not be built. Popular opinion said Nehemiah was a rebel and the wall could not be built. Trying to get believers to conform to popular opinion is one of the tactics of the enemy. Hallelujah. Trying to get believers to conform to popular opinion, majority rule, and the principles of the world is a key strategy of Satan. When it says in the word of God that we are not to be conformed to this world, to this age, to a superficial customs, but many in the body of Christ are being transformed. They have been diverted by this tactic, popular popular influence, majority rules, the principles of the world, hallelujah, have become a key strategy of Satan among many believers, A false prophet claiming to be of God was even used by the enemy to attack Nehemiah. A false prophet was even used by the enemy to attack Nehemiah. Let's jump down to verse 10. Let's go down to verse 10. And we're going to read that to verse 13. It says, Nehemiah chapter 6 Verse 10 to 13 says, Later I went to visit 
Shimasan, um, I can't pronounce these names, Delia, and grandson of Mishabo, who was confined to his home. He said, let us meet together inside the temple of God and bolt the doors shut. Your enemies are coming to kill you tonight. But I replied, should someone in my position run from danger? Should someone in my position enter the temple to save his life? No, I won't do it. I realized that God had not spoken to him, but that he had uttered this prophecy against me because Tuba and Sanballat had hired him. They were hoping to intimidate me and make me sin. Then they would be able to accuse and discredit me. You know, the enemy will set false prophets into your life, hallelujah, to divert and destroy the plan that God has upon your life, hallelujah. That was done to me, beloved. Glory to God. But see, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know any better. Uh, I wasn't um, mature in, in, uh, as far as spiritual warfare was concerned. Hallelujah. But now, today, I can look back on and say, yes, that was the enemy. God was sent false prophets. Uh, Satan, I'm sorry, forgive me, Father, not God. Satan was sent false prophets claiming to be of God and speaking to your life for the main sole purpose to attack you and to get you to sin against God. Hallelujah. So that you can be uh, discredited. Hallelujah. He has done that to many people. Popular opinions would say to listen to a prophet of God. Popular opinions will tell you to listen to a prophet of God. Hallelujah. But in our class that we're doing on the weekday, matter of fact, we're on the subject of false prophets. We must judge each prophecy. If someone comes to you saying that they're a prophet of God, you must judge that prophecy according to the word of God. God did not give us a spirit of fear, beloved, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And we must judge the word, the prophecy according to the word of God. We are warned of false prophets who will divert us from God. And many in the body of Christ have been diverted away from God through false prophets. Hallelujah. Let's go to six. Compromise. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 14, chapter 5. Nehemiah chapter 5. And uh, we're going to read verses 14 to 19. Nehemiah chapter 5, verses 14 to 19. Hallelujah. And it reads, for the entire 12 years that I was governor of Judea from the 20th year to the 32nd year of the reign of King Artaxerxes, neither I nor my officials drew on our official food allowance. The former governor's in contrast, had laid heavy burdens on the people, demanding a daily ration of food and wine besides 40 pieces of silver. 
Even their assistants took advantage of the people. But because I feared God, I did not act this way. Hallelujah. It is many men and women in the pulpit that are prostituting the people of God. Hallelujah. As here in Nehemiah's day. Glory to God. History definitely repeats itself. Hallelujah. Talking about the former governors in in contrast had laid heavy burdens on the people demanding a daily ration of food and wine. Besides 40 pieces, you have the TV evangelist saying if you sow this amount of seed that God is going to bless you. Hallelujah. Uh, Many are prostituting God's people. And this is not the will of God. God wants us to give willingly from the heart. He doesn't want us to be coerced, bullied into giving, pressured into giving, hallelujah, even with false hopes and false promises into giving to kingdom work. And and as wolves and sheep has entered into the body of Christ that are prostituting God's people, hallelujah. Let's go to verse 16. I also devoted myself to working on the wall and refused to acquire any land. And I required all my servants to spend time working on the wall. I asked for nothing, even though I regularly fed 150 Jewish officials at my table, besides all the visitors from another land, from other lands. The providence I paid for each day included one ox, six choice sheep or goats, and a large number of pottery, and every 10 days we needed a large supply of all kinds of wine. Yet I refused to claim the governor's food allowance because the people already carried a heavy burden. Remember, oh my God, all that I have done for these people and bless me for it. God supplied what Nehemiah needed. He did not ask the governor. He did not take the allowance that the governor set up for him, but he sold out of his own substance. He didn't ask nobody for anything, but God blessed him. God blessed him with what he needed to finish the work. God will bless you in what you need to finish the project. Hallelujah. But it's according to faith. You got to trust God. If God called you to do something, trust him. Trust him. If he called you to the work, surely God is going to supply your need. Where you don't need to ask, hallelujah, from the people. See, because God wants the people to give willingly. He don't want us to put a burden upon them, a heavy burden upon them. But God shall supply, except God built the house. They that labor, labor in vain. If God has called you to build, hallelujah, a building project, God shall supply. If he has called you to help someone and assist someone in building their walls, God shall supply. Nehemiah knew this. He knew where his source came from. He knew the one that would make provisions. And that is the I am that I am. Hallelujah. Compromise. Nehemiah refused to compromise. He did not conform to wrong lifestyles and principles around him. His motto was, so did not I because of the fear of God. He feared God. Satan promotes compromise. 
Satan promotes compromise. He tries to convince believers that something is all right because others are doing it or that such things really are not wrong. Christian leaders should illuminate such expectant leadership. Leaders should be free of corruption themselves so that they would hold the high moral ground to fight it. In addition, they should use realistic, logical, and godly arguments to bring justice and lead the corrupt people to repentance. We should protect the people from those who use and abuse them. But we don't, beloved. Hallelujah. Because we need to learn to die to self. And this is all about rebuilding the wall, how the enemy would attack you externally. Glory to God. Coveting to obey God. Now, um, seven, threats. Threats and fear. Hallelujah. The enemy made fearful threats against Nehemiah and his workers. Satan knows that fear paralyzes, but faith energizes believers to be effective for God. When Nehemiah was offered a way to escape from the enemy, he refused to be fearful and retreat. He did not he did not take the easy way out. Satan tries to make believers flee in the face of opposition. When you are running, you are retreating. When you retreat, you do not gain or hold spiritual ground. When you walk by faith, you will encounter opposition of those who walk by sight. Hallelujah. He says, when you are running, you are retreating. When you retreat, you do not gain or hold spiritual ground. He says, when you walk by faith, you will, be, you will encounter opposition of those who walk by sight. And that is so true, beloved. The enemy wants you to retreat. He wants you to run in fear. Wants you to break down. Hallelujah. If you if you have a family member that you've been praying for, you've been warned for, Satan, hallelujah, will cause harm to come upon that family member or family members in your house to cause fear to enter into your heart that you will cease praying and doing warfare. Hallelujah. Go into a deep depression. This is the enemy of the enemy. And when that happens, you don't gain any ground. You have no hold, no no hold spirit. You hold no spiritual ground because you have retreated. But God is going to send people into your life that's going to rebuild the spiritual wall to to strengthen you and encourage you. Do not give in. This is why Jesus said that if you do not if you do not hate mother brother. Father, sister, your children, for my sake, that you are not worthy of me. See, because Jesus knows, the the Lord knows that the enemy 
will use family members to attack you. Hallelujah. Especially if your love, if they become become an idol in your life, that you are more concerned about them than you are about pleasing the Lord. The enemy can use them against you. Hallelujah. But there must be a balance, beloved. No matter what, are you willing to sacrifice all for the sake of Christ? Many are not, beloved. And and Satan is a good tactic. He, he threats and fears. This is a good tactic that he used against people where their hearts are so concerned about their family that they, he uses their family to come against them to retreat, it, to retreat in fear, where they stop praying for them, where they stop speaking the word to them, where they stand on the word of God. They stopped all of that. God is calling you to rise up and rebuild your spiritual wall. Rise up and stand. Call unto God to strengthen you, to give you courage. Be determined in your heart to fight a good warfare for your family. Hallelujah. Fighting and hindering. Fighting and hindering. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 4, and we're going to read verse 8. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 8. Hallelujah. And it reads, but they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. But they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. Hallelujah. Remember, the Sambalad is the leader of all of this. He wanted to bring confusion to the people that were working on the wall. He said, open tactics of fighting and hindering will also be used. The enemy is not always subtle in his attacks. Sometimes he comes right out in the open to fight and hinder. Hallelujah. And that is so true, beloved. Here it says, whatever it takes. One of the key elements for success is having a whatever-it-takes mentality. In this case, have the people stood ground with weapons and the other half worked with their hands on their swords. They worked from sunrise to sunset. One of the problems that plagues our continent is not putting this whatever-it-takes mentality into practice to solve our own problems. We want to work only regular hours, take the most possible days off, and still enjoy success. Yes, some people work too hard, and we all need rest, but for any great project project to succeed, there are seasons of doing whatever it takes to succeed. We need we need when needed do you bring a whatever takes mentality to your job either in the workplace or your place of worship do you have the whatever it takes mentality hallelujah when it comes for you praying for the salvation of your family when it comes to hallelujah you coming you backslidden and you're returning back to God, you you are determined in your heart, hallelujah, to see God's face. Do you have that whatever it takes mentality? God will fight for his people. Hallelujah. 
God will fight for you, beloved. Conspiracy, Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 8. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 8, hallelujah, talk about conspiracy. And it reads, they all made plans to come and fight against Jerusalem and throw us into confusion. Conspiracy, a conspiracy or plot was made against Nehemiah by the enemy. The enemy plots against your life also. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Hallelujah. You know, and he does that, especially when it comes to you rededicating your life. If you have fallen away, hallelujah, from God and backslidden, and, and God pulls you as he did with the uh, particle son, hallelujah, and you come to your senses and you come back to the Father, don't you know that there's going to be resistance? There's going to be opposition. Hallelujah. He's going to attack you to discourage you, to continue on. Hallelujah that you would get discouraged. But you have to have that whatever takes mentality. You have to know the word of God. Know that God is going to fight with you. He's going to fight your battles. Hallelujah. Ten, attacks at vulnerable times. Attacks at vulnerable times. Let's read Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 6. It reads, At last the wall was completed to have its height around the entire city, for the people had worked with ethicism. For the people had worked with ethicism. Hallelujah. The enemy attacks at vulnerable times. Hallelujah. Look it up that word ethicism. Hallelujah. The enemy loves to attack, beloved, when you're vulnerable. Hallelujah. He he will attack when you're vulnerable. And especially those who are rededicating their lives back unto the Lord. He will send people to discourage you. He will attack you because you're vulnerable. Hallelujah. You're vulnerable, beloved. But God speaks to his servants. He speaks to the strong. And and he he will bring he will align people in your lives to strengthen you, but you must not run them away. Hallelujah. You must not chase them away, beloved. God said people in your life. Hallelujah. If if you see this is why it's so important about hearing the voice of God. God will set people in your life, but you those people that God is calling alongside you to help you build your wall. We must be willing. Hallelujah. We must be willing, beloved. Ethicism. And this is why it's so important to have a dictionary at hand. Hallelujah. Ethicism. Um, Glory to God. My volume up so I can hear it. Hallelujah. Satan will attack you 
when you are vulnerable. He's good at that. Hallelujah. He will attack you when you are vulnerable. Enthusiasm. That's what it's called. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Okay. It means great excitement for or interest in a subject or cause. A source or cause of great excitement or entrance. For the people had worked with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. They had great excitement. Hallelujah. Great entrance. Ecstasy arousing from supposed possession by a God. Hallelujah. Adherent and lively interest or eagerness. They were excited about building the wall. Hallelujah. They were excited about the wall being half completed. Where the city half its height around the entire city. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The greatest attack of the enemy came when the wall was half finished. Because this was a strategic important time. The enemy invades at strategic times when you are vulnerable, most open and affected by his attacks. The prophet Jonah became despondent after the greatest revival ever he ever experienced. You can read that in Jonah chapter 3 and chapter 4. David fell into sin at a time of great victory in his life. Up until that time, he had not known military defeat when he fell into sin with Bathsheba. Samson fell into sin when he began to deliver Israel from the hands of the Philistines. Samson fell into sin with Delilah. Hallelujah. When you're vulnerable... Hallelujah. And this is when uh, these men, hallelujah, that's mentioned here, they were a great, great success. As it was here when they were building the wall. It says at the, at the last the wall was completed to have its height around the entire city for the people had worked with ethicism. They were excited. Hallelujah. When you are being effective for God, you are vulnerable to enemy attack. Let's read that again. He says, when you are effective for God, you are vulnerable to enemy attack. And that could be a spirit of pride. That could be a spirit of haughtiness. You're thinking that you're all that. Hallelujah. You're setting yourself up for a fall. Satan is concerned most with those who are advancing in the spirit world. You are a target. You are a threat to him. Hallelujah. So you're vulnerable. This is why it's so important that we must stay humble before uh, the Lord. We must keep ourselves humble before the Lord. Hallelujah. Now let's talk about internal attacks. Internal. 
Turn your swords to, let's jump down to Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 10 and 11. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 10 and 11. Internal attacks of Satan are those made from within the body of Christ. They include, one, discouragement. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 10 and 11 reads, Then the people of Judah began to complain. This work, the workers are getting tired, and there is so much rubble to be moved. We will never be able to build the wall by ourselves. Meanwhile, our enemies were saying before they know what's happening, we will swoop down on them and kill them and end their work. The workers became discouraged, which, which resulted in one loss of strength, two loss of vision because of too much rubbish, and three loss of confidence. Two, dissension. Nehemiah chapter 5 opens with dissension among God's people. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 5. It says it's open with dissension. For it reads, about this time, some of the men and their wives raised a cry of protest against their fellow Jews. They were saying, we have such large families, we need more food to survive. Others said, we have um, mortgage our fields, vineyards, and homes to get food during the phantom. Nehemiah 5 opens with dissension among God's people. If Satan divides the body of Christ, he makes us ineffective. If Satan can divide the body of Christ, he makes us ineffective. He brings division between brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. These are things that we need to watch out for, beloved. This is how the enemy attacks, by bringing division. We are busy battling each other instead of building. And this is so true. We are busy battling each other instead of building one another up. Wrong motives are always behind dissension. Wrong motives are always behind dissension. Hallelujah. Wrong motives are always behind dissension. In Nehemiah chapter 5, the wrong motives was greed. The wrong motives was greed. And it always brings dissension. Hallelujah. Three weak believers. Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 4. And we're going to read verse 12. Nehemiah chapter 4. And verse 12. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 12 reads out the Amplified. And when the Jews who lived near them came, they said to us ten times, You must return to guard our little villages. From all places where they dwell, they will be upon us. The enemy used weak workers symbolic of weak believers in the body of Christ to try to defeat the construction project. The enemy used weak 
believers, hallelujah, which is a, sim- a symbolic of weak believers in the body of Christ, hallelujah, to bring defeat, to try to bring defeat, hallelujah. He wanted the the project of the building to to cease. So he used the weak workers. Hallelujah. But we must build the weak workers up, beloved. Hallelujah. Spiritual counter strategies, victory at the wall. Hallelujah. Spiritual counter strategies, victory at the wall. We're going to... Hallelujah. Talk about now, we're going to talk about how to defeat the enemy with spiritual counter strategies so that we can have victory at the wall. Hallelujah. So that you won't be discouraged. Hallelujah. Distracted by the enemy. We must examine the walls. As Nehemiah did in the natural world, examine the walls of your spiritual life. We must examine the walls, beloved. Hallelujah. Examine the the uh, walls of your spiritual life. Has the enemy crept into your personal life, your home, church, fellowship, business, etc.? 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 28 says, "But let a man examine himself. We must examine ourselves, beloved." Hallelujah. It begins with us. Before we can help someone else, we must examine ourselves to see if the enemy crept in in any place. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28 out the Amplified, and it reads, Let a man thoroughly examine himself, and only when he has done has done so should be should he eat of the bread and drink of the cup talking about the the uh the lord's supper hallelujah talking about the um the lord's supper here but we ought to examine ourselves beloved second corinthians chapter 13 second corinthians chapter 13 verse 5 Hallelujah, reads out the Amplified. It says, examine and test and evaluate your own selves to see whether you are holding to your faith and showing the proper fruits of it. Test and prove yourselves, not Christ. Do you not yourselves realize and know thoroughly by an ever-increasing experience that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you are counterfeit, disapproved, on trial, and rejected, we must test ourselves, beloved, to see whether we're in the faith or not. Hallelujah. Remember that self-examination is one of the symbolic gates of your wall in the spirit world. Satan will try to prevent you from self-examination because it will result in recognition of areas in your life where you have let him destroy the walls and invade. 
Confess your sin. Turn your swords to Nehemiah chapter 1. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 5 through 7. And also turn to 1 John. This is my favorite scripture. 1 John chapter 1. Hold your place at verse 8. Nehemiah chapter 5. Uh, chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. Now here, as Nehemiah recognized that the reason walls are destroyed is because of sin. Then like he did in Nehemiah chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, confess your sin and ask forgiveness. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5 through 7 reads, And I said, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and terrible God who keeps covenant, Loving kindness and mercy for those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear now be attentive and your eyes open to listen to the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you, you day and night, for the Israelites, your servants, confessing the sins of the Israelites, which we have sinned against you. Yes, I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, statutes, and ordinance which you commanded your servant, Moses. We must, like Nehemiah, confess our sins and ask for forgiveness. 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 and 9 reads out the Amplified. If we say we have no sin refusing to admit that we are sinners. We delude and lead ourselves astray. And the truth which the gospel presents is not in us, does not dwell in our heart. If we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, true to his own nature and promises, and will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness, and continuously cleanse us all in righteousness. Everything not in conformity to his will and purpose, thought, and action. Hallelujah. Spiritual counter strategies, victory over the wall. One, we must examine the wall. We must examine ourselves. Two, we must confess our sin. Three, we must recognize that we cannot build alone. We must recognize that we cannot build alone. When, when Nehemiah's worker said, we ourselves are unable to build the wall, it was a true statement. By themselves, they were unable. They needed the power of God to equip them for, for the task. So will you. You need the power of God to equip you for the task. <clears throat> Arise and build. As Nehemiah determined to rise and rebuild, uh, as Nehemiah, you must de be determined to rise and rebuild your spiritual walls. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 20 reads, now answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. 
but ye have no portion nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. He was talking to Sambalak and those that were with him. Be prepared. You will face opposition from the enemy. Do not be diverted. Nehemiah refused to be diverted by enemy tactics. Nehemiah chapter 2, chapter 6, verse 2 and 3. Do not let the enemy enemy hurt or distract you from rebuilding your spiritual walls. Two, do not be swayed by popular opinion. Popular opinion was that Nehemiah was a rebel. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 19. Popular opinion held that the walls could not be properly rebuilt. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 3. The enemy will send people to tell you that you're 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 not a, a believer. You're not a Christian. He would they would use even words like and you supposed to be a prophetess and you supposed to be a leader and you supposed to be that and you supposed to be this. We are not to be swayed, hallelujah, by popular opinions. Nehemiah was not swayed by popular opinions. Rather than conform to popular opinions. Nehemiah set an example. He said, so did not I because the fear of God. Nehemiah chapter 5, verse 14 through 19. Become an example in spiritual warfare. Do not become part of the crowd that says victory is impossible. I remember when I returned back to the Lord, I had so much opposition, beloved. I had a lot of opposition, and it didn't come, uh, it, it, a little bit of it came from those that was lost, but most of it came from those that called on the name of the Lord. I had so much opposition, hallelujah. So, uh, so uh, uh, all of these, you know, I, and I was not swayed by what they, was go- what they were saying. I was determined in my heart from that day up until that day forward, hallelujah, that I was going to do the will of God that I wanted God's will in my life. I wanted to rebuild the walls that the enemy tore down. And that was years ago, glory to God, when I had nothing. When all the walls were torn down and I had nothing, glory to God. It was, hallelujah, people of God, not all of some of them, those that I, I know, that I, 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 you know, trusted in, that I believed that they were of God, hallelujah, that were persecuting me, that brought the opposition, hallelujah. And I was not swayed by what they were saying because I was determined in my heart to do the will of God. I trusted God. I confessed my sins. I examined myself. I confessed my sins before the Father. I believed that he forgave me and that he's washing and cleansing me, hallelujah, and he's still doing it. Now the walls are being rebuilt in, in, in my life, in my spiritual life. He's building the walls, glory to God, through his word, by the Holy Spirit, with the help of the Holy Spirit. And we must become examples, beloved, to others, that they can make it, that they can do it. Hallelujah. Are there areas in your life that you need to repent of, that you need to ask God for forgiveness? God wants to rebuild your spiritual walls. Hallelujah. 
identified the enemy and his strategies. Nehemiah identified the enemy and strategies. He discovered that the enemy planned a surprise attack. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 8 and verse 11. We must identify our spiritual enemy and his strategies in order to be effective in spiritual warfare. This will help you be prepared for surprise attacks. Recognize the enemy has conspired against you to kill, steal, and destroy. But we must realize God has greater power and wants to give us life more abundantly. John chapter 10, verse 10. We must recognize that God has greater power and that he has a desire to give us life and that more abundantly. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and we must recognize his strategies, how he operates. Sometimes he's subtle and sometimes he's not. We must not be discouraged. Hallelujah. We must not give popular opinion. We must not give in to the world and how things should be. What they're doing, then I need to get in and let know, beloved. Do what God has called you to do. And one command that God has given to all of us is that to not be conformed to this world. We must come up out of the world. Hallelujah. Dare to be different. Hallelujah. God will bless you. Dare to be different. Dare to follow the word of God and do the word of God. Hallelujah. We must develop spiritual counter strategies. Nehemiah developed a counter strategy when he heard the enemy planned to attack. He set some workers as a guard to watch for the enemy. Every worker built the wall but also had his sword and was prepared to fight. Nehemiah chapter 4 13 through 18. A signal was arranged, a trumpet blast, to alert the warriors of an invasion because they were prepared to fight and knew the strategy of the enemy. They prevented an invasion. They knew they had to war with the enemy. God would fight for them. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 20 reads, Our God shall fight for us. When you are determined in your heart, beloved, to rebuild those walls that the enemy came in, that sin came in and tore down, the enemy will stand in defense for you. He will fight your battles when you are determined, hallelujah, to do his will. If you develop proper spiritual counter strategies, you can prevent many invasions of the enemy in your, in your, into your life. When Satan does break through and invade, be assured that God will fight for you. Face the enemy. When Nehemiah was offered refuge from the enemy, he refused. He said, should such a man as I flee, refuse to run, beloved. Nehemiah faced the enemy in God's power. When the enemy threatens you, do not flee or take the easy way out, or your spiritual walls will never be secure. When internal dissension and discouragement arose and the enemy worked through weak believers, Nehemiah did not ignore the attacks. He confronted and conquered them. Protect your wall at vulnerable times. In the story of Nehemiah, the greatest attack of the enemy came when the wall was half finished. 
When you start building in the spirit world, when you enter the arena of of effective spiritual warfare, be prepared. It is a vulnerable time. You are target for an attack of the enemy because you're a threat now. Build the wall. Nehemiah's response to direct criticism, mocking, scorn, false accusations, threats, and fear was simply to continue building the wall. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse 21. So we labored in the work, and half of them held the spear from the rising of the morning to the stars appeared. Hallelujah. You must continue to build the wall. When people come to criticize you, when they come to mock you, when they scorn you, when false accusations against you arise, do not fear. Continue to build the wall. When they sit up and tell you, hallelujah, that God will not forgive you, that God don't listen to your prayers, continue to build the wall. Continue to trust in God. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I had a lot of oppositions, beloved. A lot of opposition, but you know, God is mighty, God is great, and he delivered me from my enemies. Hallelujah. Nehemiah stayed with the task. He did not stop building. Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 15. So the wall was built in the 20 and 5th day of the month of E-L-U-L. In 50 and 2 days, the wall was completed. Nehemiah did in a short time what the enemy said he could not what, what could not be done. He did it. Hallelujah with the help because he kept his focus. He kept his eye on the goal. He kept his eye on the project. Hallelujah. And God blessed him. God defended him. God supplied for him. If the walls are down around your life, beloved, the enemy may tell you the task is hopeless. But with God's help, you can rebuild the wall. With a strength, you cannot have to. T- you do not have to take a long time to do so. In Philippians chapter four, verse thirteen, I want you to turn to this scripture. And I want you to underline your Bible. I want you to meditate upon it. And I want you to remember it. Philippians chapter four, verse thirteen reads, "I have strength for." <coughs> I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Hallelujah. Christ is the one who who infuses you with strength. You are self-sufficient because Christ, Itself is sufficient. He's enough. He's more than enough. He is calling us to trust in him. Hallelujah. He's calling us to trust in him. Philippians chapter 4 verse 11 reads, Not that I am implying that I was in any personal want, for I have learned how to be content, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am, I am. We must learn to be content in whatever state we are in, beloved. Hallelujah. Let's read on. I know how to be abased and live humbly in straitened circumstances. 
and I know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having sufficiency enough to spare or going without and being in want. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him and through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. We must know and understand that we are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. We must learn to be in content in whatever we find ourselves in, beloved, whatever the enemy brings against you. Be determined to rebuild the wall. Hallelujah. When the enemy attacks your spiritual reconstruction project, do not quit. When the enemy attacks your spiritual reconstruction project, do not quit. Just keep building your spiritual walls, beloved. Keep building. Keep focus on Christ. Hallelujah. When God bade Peter to come uh, to walk on the water, to come to him, hallelujah, on the water, Peter was walking for a while. He was walking on the water. Then Peter took his eyes off of Christ, and he began to sink. Beloved, I'm here to tell you, continue to build your walls. Do not take your eyes off of Christ. The enemy will send opposition your way. Hallelujah. Via family, on your job. Hallelujah. Strangers. Hallelujah. He will send opposition. Hallelujah. Mainly from those in the body of Christ. He will send false prophets your way to, to divert you. Continue to build the walls. Do not be discouraged. Do not give in. Do not give out. Hallelujah. Continue to build your wall. Set a watch. When Nehemiah completed rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem, he set a guard to watch over the walls and gates of the city. Let's go to Nehemiah. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 7, verse 1 through 3, we're going to read. And it says, now when the wall was built and I had set up the doors and the gatekeepers, singers, and Levites had been appointed, I gave my brothers Hannah with Hannah, the ruler of the castle, charge over Jerusalem. For Hannah was a more faithful and God-fearing man than many. I said to them, let not the gates of Jerusalem be opened until the sun is hot, meaning at noon. And while the watchmen are still on guard, let them shut and bar the doors, appoint guards from the people of Jerusalem, each to its watch, on the wall, and each opposite his own house. Set a watch over your spiritual walls, beloved. Always be alert for attacks of the enemy. Hallelujah. There three there are are there spiritual walls in your life which have been destroyed by the enemy? Examine your spiritual walls, which include walls of salvation, gates of praise, work of the cross in your life, Christian witness, the old nature changed to the new nature, suffering and testing, elimination of works of the flesh, 
work of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, spiritual warfare, the hope of the return of Jesus, and self-examination. Believers are often defeated in spiritual warfare because of lack of proper spiritual preparation. Nehemiah prepared himself before rebuilding the wall and confronting the enemy. He saw conditions as they were. Two, he recognized the root problem as sin and confessed his part in it. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 5 through 7. He fasted, wept, mourned, and prayed. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4. He prepared properly before starting the task and facing the enemy. He had a strategy for rebuilding. Hallelujah, the wall, chapter seven of Nehemiah, chapter three of Nehemiah. Glory to God. Now be ready to rebuild your spiritual walls. Hallelujah. And this ends chapter 17 of the battles over the wall. Next Saturday, we'll be dealing with battles over strategic territory. Strategic Trist- territory. That's chapter 18. But, beloved, if, if God is calling you to rebuild your walls, do not cease. If you have um, walked, if you have backslidden and God has called you back, do not give in. Know that the Lord is there for you to strengthen you. Draw your strength from the Lord. He is your strength. He is your strong arm. He is your tower of defense. Glory to God. Keep yourself in him. Hallelujah. And you will have victory. God is rebuilding the spiritual walls of many in the body of Christ that have fallen into sin. They have backslid and come, is coming back to the Lord. He is calling us as leaders to encourage the people, to encourage the weak. Hallelujah. But we also must know that the enemy would use the weak to come against us. We must also know and understand that the enemy will use people to bring ridicule, to bring discouragement, to try to bring defeat, will try to uh, put fear in us. We must know that we are strong. We draw our strength from Christ. Hallelujah. We must keep our eyes open, but always walk in love, even towards our enemies. We must pray for our enemies. Hallelujah. Because there will be opposition, beloved. Hallelujah. If you walk for the Lord for a certain amount of years as David and Samson and them, they did great exploits for the Lord. Hallelujah. And then they then they fell into sin. They were vulnerable and the enemy sent sent things in their life, temptations, and they yielded to it. They fell into sin. But God raised them up because they confessed their sin. There will be opposition, beloved. Hallelujah. When it comes to rebuilding your spiritual walls, it may be from family, may for, be from members of the church. Hallelujah. Maybe you may get it at your job, but continue to build. Do not be discouraged. Do not give in. Have a determined mind. Hallelujah. That you're going to live for the Lord no matter what. Because there is coming a day and time, beloved. That we all, all mankind is going to have to make a decision on whether they're going to receive Christ as Lord and serve him or not. 
we all going to have to make that decision. So right now, start preparing now. Now is the time of preparation. Now is the time of preparation, beloved, because we all our faith is going to be tested Holly, in the coming in the coming months in the coming years. Our test our faith is going to be trusted. Are you completely sold out to God? Are you willing to lose everything for the sake of Christ? Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you for your word on today. We thank you for your word on today, O oh Lord. Father, that you are calling us to rebuild our spiritual walls where sin had came in. Hallelujah. Where our walls have been torn down by the enemy because of sin, O oh Lord. We ask, O oh Father, in the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That you would strengthen us, O oh Lord, and that you would build us up, O oh Father. Father, that you would send men and women in our lives, Father, that would help us and assist us in rebuilding our walls, that would encourage us, that would edify us, that would give us word, O oh Father. Father, you are our defense. You are our fortress. You are our strong tower. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for forgiving us from of our sins and cleansing us from all unrighteousness, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord, for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray, amen. Well, beloved, I want you to continue on meditating upon the message today, how God is, is wants you to rebuild the walls in your life. Hallelujah. He wants you to recognize and see where the enemy came in and tore down some of the walls. Hallelujah. In your life, may be sin. It may that you you may have retreated and ran away in fear. God is calling you to stand and be strong and courageous, as He did with Joshua. Have a, a, a determined mind to do the will of God. If you're praying, believing God for your family, trust God in that. Give it over to God. Give your family over to God and set your face like flint to the Lord. Put your eyes back on Jesus. Put your eyes back on the word of God. Repent of your, your sins. Hallelujah. For those that are practicing witchcraft, if you don't repent right now, if you don't repent now, beloved, you have an awful fate awaiting you. I'm talking about believers that are dipping and dabbing into, into to witchcraft, into tarot cards, into soothsayers, into necromancy. Hallelujah. There's abuse in their spiritual gifts. If you don't repent... You have an awful fate awaiting you. God is calling you to rebuild your wall. God is calling you back. Hallelujah. 
And he want to set people in your life to help you rebuild your walls. And it begins with yourself. The foundation must be relayed. The walls must be rebuilt. And God said and he promised that he will fight your battles for you. If you would just trust in him. If you would just take your hands off the situation and trust in him. Many of you, the enemy is using your family to divert you, to discourage you. You know that God has called you. Some of you have drawn back. Some of you have retreat because the enemy has brought all kind of chaos and havoc into some family member's life. And you stop praying. Hallelujah. God is calling you to come back up, to come, to return. Continue the prayer and give your family to the Lord. Give whatever it is that's causing you, hallelujah, to be discouraged. Give that to the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. I'm telling you, beloved, when I returned back to the Lord, I had a lot of opposition. It was a many a nights that I cried unto the Lord. It was a many a nights that I weeped unto the Lord. Hallelujah. And still today, I do the same thing. Because I cannot win the battle by myself. God is the one that fights our battles. Return back unto the Lord. He will strengthen you. Hallelujah. He will strengthen you. He will send you helpers to help you rebuild the walls that sin, hallelujah, has caused to fall. He wants to rebuild you up, beloved. Pray for your enemies. Pray that the God, the Lord God will bless them. Pray that he will send the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to, com- to convict them of their sins and that they will turn and repent. Glory to God. Pray for your enemies. Hallelujah. Do not curse them. Take heart, beloved. God is on your side and he loves you. I can't even explain how much he loves you. It's deeper than the ocean. It's wider than your, farther than your eye can see. God loves you. And he's there for you with his arms open wide as was the particle son's father was watching for him. Hallelujah. God is chasing you. He wants you. Glory to God. He wants to have a relation. He's asking you to come, come, come and come home. Rebuild your spiritual walls. Well, beloved, until next Saturday, which we'll be talking, we'll be on chapter 18 next Saturday. Hallelujah. And we'll be talking about the uh, the battles over tra- uh, strategics, territories, the battle over territories. Glory to God. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him. Until tomorrow, beloved. Hallelujah. Until next Saturday, we meet for spiritual strategy uh, warfare classes. God bless you and shalom. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.